Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. How sweet it is to be loved by you. How sweet it is to be loved by you. I needed the shelter of someone's arms. Stand my ups and downs And there you were With sweet love and devotion Deeply touching my emotion I wanna stop And thank you mama I wanna stop And thank you mama Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today for our Mother's Day Sunday's worship service. Happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers today and all of you who are mother figures in the lives of others. I want to thank our music team for that opening congregational song. It was uh, so uh, fun to sing that song together. 
and to think about how sweet it is to be loved by our mothers, even those of us whose mothers have transitioned. I know my mama's still loving me. So thank you to Nicholas, Laurel, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for that song. And Lauren, also thank you for providing the lyrics so we could sing along with you. I'm going to share our announcements for today, and then we'll continue with our service for today. First of all, I want to invite all of you to join us today for our Sunday fellowship gathering after service at 11 a.m. Even those of you who are visiting, you're welcome to join us. Our next youth Sunday service is today at 1 p.m. The service is for children ages 5 through 11. Mothers, you are all welcome to participate in the youth service with your children so that you can be honored for your special day. If you have any questions regarding the Youth Sunday Services, feel free to contact Sharon Clace at Youth Services, no, at youth at unityfh.com. Again, that's youth at unityfh.com. Our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. And you are all invited to check in, connect with us, be inspired, and to laugh. <laughs> and then tomorrow evening, we're having our next Critical Conversations meeting. We're going to continue our discussion on unconscious bias. So Dr. Michelle Myers will be back with us again tomorrow evening to lead us in that discussion so we can go deeper into the under understanding what unconscious bias is and how it interacts, how it impacts the way we interact with others. Feel free to share the link with anyone else that you feel would be um, interested in participating in our discussion. On Wednesday, we have our weekly Bible study class for those of you who are interested in sharing or understanding more deeply what scripture is. Grab your Bibles and, and uh, join us at 1 p.m. On, on Wednesday afternoon. Our weekly meditation service is also on Wednesday, but it's Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. The men's group meets again on Saturday, which is this Saturday coming up, May 15th. And it'll be at 10 a.m. in the church backyard. Men, you are all welcome to participate. You're being asked to bring your own chairs. And then later on at 12 p.m. on Saturday, we are having our next spring cleanup day. And that will be from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And for the outdoor events that we are starting to have, we are requiring that you sign an agreement for our protocol, our COVID protocol, to keep us all safe during this time. Our next family trivia night is also on Saturday. It's at 7 p.m. And everyone is welcome to join us. So invite your friends and family. Last month, we had a new uh, team win. The name that that team was Wonder Woman 2. <laughs> and we, we enjoyed ourselves. It's fun to do these trivia game nights. Thank you, Eileen Lindbergh, for creating the trivia game nights and also for hosting them. For, all the links, for the links to all of our classes, our activities, our group meetings, and our events, or to sign up for our email blast, please visit our email, our website, unityfh.com. If you don't see what you're looking for on the homepage, click on the calendar of events. To schedule an appointment with me or for prayer, you may contact me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or call me 
at 248-737-9191. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I am available after hours, so please, if you call and I don't answer, leave a message. I'll call you back. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I have prayed over your requests, they will be sent to Silent Unity to be held in vigil for 30 days. Our prayer chaplains are Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh, and I want to thank you both for your sacred service to our spiritual community. Well, this concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Surely the Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The Daily Word for today, Sunday, May 9th, 2021, is motherly love. I give thanks for motherly love. Will you affirm that with me, please? I give thanks for motherly love. And the message reads, God's perfect love, expressing through my mother, gave me life. God's love, wisdom, and strength guided her and all those who nurtured me as I grew. My words of praise and gratitude let me show my mother how much I appreciate her. When I wish to demonstrate my appreciation for my mother's example, I share the nurturing motherly love of God in my words and actions with all people. Remembering the times when my mother or another compassionate person listened patiently and shared encouraging words, I seek to be a caring, supportive presence. Recalling my mother's joy each time I learn something new, I share my skills and knowledge willingly when someone seeks my help. In gratitude, I share the gift of nurturing love. The scripture comes from Isaiah 66, 13. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. Let us pray. I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. 
And now bring your focus into your heart center. Just focus right in your heart and become peaceful in the presence of love and the stillness within as you quiet yourself down for prayer. And God, we acknowledge right now that there is only one power and one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe. And that is you, God, God, the good omnipotent. We also acknowledge that we are one with you. And so that makes us good as well. And as we tap into the goodness that you are in us, we allow our Christ consciousness to rise up to the surface that we may hear more fully your message and receive it within our hearts more deeply and become the living expression of it in our lives. We thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love that loves no matter what. And we thank you for blessing this worship service. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our UFH growth affirmation together knowing that it is also affirming expansion for our youth ministry as well and every other component of our church and spiritual community. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled, Let It Be. That's one of my favorite songs. And then I will be back with today's message.
Let it be, let it be. Oh, I like that song so much. Thank you guys for that. And, and lady for that awesome performance. Um, that is one, like I said, that is one of my all-time favorite songs. Oh, I love that song. I remember when I was younger and I listened to that song and it just touched my heart deeply. I used to cry when I listened to that song. Thank you all. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for that song. And Lauren, thank you for the pretty video that went along with the pretty song. Oh, I, I feel touched deeply in my heart. Thanks again. Huh, so I saw this little cartoon as I was looking for a joke to tell for today where this little boy comes in wearing his baseball outfit, baseball uniform. He's all dusty looking. His mom's sitting in a chair looking at him like, mm, what you been up to? And she, he says, before I tell you what happened, remember, God will never give you more than you can handle. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I remember once my mom told me, <laughs> I hope you have a daughter that, <laughs> that's just like you. <laughs> oh, man, my daughter was a handful. I guess she, I, <laughs> I don't know if I was a handful or not, but I sure have a, had a daughter when she was little. She was a handful. <laughs> so anyway, I had I and God gave me everything I needed to handle her. <laughs> so anyway, oh, man. So as I've been, I was studying for today and sitting with God for today, I was remembering that today for some people is not a good day. Mother's Day for some people is not a good day. Some people um, did not have a, a very good relationship with their mother. Some people don't have memories growing up being mothered by uh, um, the their mother or whoever mother was the mother figure in their life. Some of us are grieving our mothers because our mothers have passed away and we had a deep loving relationship with, with our mothers. And it's like when we, when they transitioned, our North star was taken away. And yet in all of these experiences, 
that all of us have had with our mothers, whether they were the most loving, most powerful experiences with the, the woman who gave birth to us or, or the woman who is the mother figure of our life, or whether it was challenging, disturbing experiences or difficult hardship experiences or experiences where some people just resent their mother and maybe even harbor a, a bit of hatred in their heart or experiences that you never, ever met your mother at all and never had a mother experience in your life. Even through all of these experiences, those are the facts of our life. And they, they still are superseded by the truth of our life. And the truth is we have a mother that is even greater than those that we've experienced in our life. And it's the same one for all of us. It's the, it's the divine mother in God's energy. That, ex that exists in each and every one of us is that expression of God as divine love and compassion and grace and mercy and bl un unearned blessings that we experience in our life every single day and encouragement and nurturing every single day that we walk with, live with, move and breathe and have our being in. And that has his life in us, moves and breathes and has his being in us. And that is the divine mother energy. And so as I say happy Mother's Day to every one of us in the physical form, I also say happy Mother's Day to the one that created us in spirit first before we became the physical form and knitted us in our mother's womb. And that is the mother, that is the mother, father, God energy. Because within each and every one of us is the feminine energy, the mothering energy to which mothers are considered the ones who nurture, who encourage, who love. And the fathers are the ones who are the, considered to be the protectors, the disciplinaries, the, the um, providers. Yet fathers can express the mothering in them just like mothers can express the fathering in them as well. So just like God is the culmination of all the mothering in the, uh, the, all of the spiritual energy that is the divine mother and all the spiritual energy that is the divine father, it exists in us as well. But the one of the, but the most popular mother that I can think of, even in biblical times is the mother of Jesus, the Virgin Mary. And I was thinking about the scriptures where it, where Gabriel came to visit her to tell her that she was going to give birth to Jesus. And this is in the story that is in Luke chapter one, verse 26 to 38. And as I read this, I was kind of moved by this and touched in a deep way. Let me read this and then we'll dive into it. This is, uh, as I said, I'm reading it from the New Living Translation, and the title of this is The Birth of Jesus Foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to, Gabriel to Nazareth, a, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored late woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, 
for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign and, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel re replied, the Holy Spirit will come onto you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and, it is, and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Lord, I thank you for blessing this story, bringing forth the meaning inside of me that I may call it forth and allow it to come through as a, as your vessel of this message in, in this worship service in the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ. I pray. Thank you, God. Amen. I am so moved by this. So the first thing that really touched me when I read this is that when the angel appeared and said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Mary wasn't shocked when she was confused and disturbed. It doesn't say she was confused and disturbed because the angel appeared. It says she was confused and disturbed to think of what, what the angel could mean. She's sitting here contemplating, what's he talking about? What you talk about, Willis? <laughs> oh my gosh, Loretta says that all the time. It makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mary is contemplating, what is he meaning by favored that I have favor with God? Not why is this angel? What is this angel doing here? She's not surprised at all. And when I read about when I uh, researched Mother Mary or the virgin mother, I pulled up what Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of Unity, says. He says, metaphysically interpreted. Mary, the virgin mother, represents a pure state of mind that ponders spiritual things and believes in revelations from angels and messengers from God. So what this means is that Mary has spent her life living that fourth unity principle of prayer meditation. She has kept her mind and, and using uh, affirmations to align her mind with God and using denials to deny the power of anything that kept her out of alignment with pondering the things of God, the spiritual things of God. Can you imagine having the type of consciousness in yourself where God uses you to be the vessel through which the word of God becomes flesh in your womb? that you may give birth to the word of God in this world. Can you imagine that? The spiritual purity she must have had in consciousness to be chosen to be the mother of Jesus. And this is the kicker. In, the, in John, the gospel according to John, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And everything that was created was created by the word. Nothing that was created was not was create was not created by the word that it was the word 
And then it said that the word became flesh. That word is Jesus. So Jesus is the one who chose his own mother to give birth to him. The Christ consciousness in the Christ spirit of the mind of God, which, re- which is what the son of God represents. The son of God is the Christ consciousness, the divine idea, the spiritual idea of man that dwells in you and me. The Christ is what chose the mother to, get, to, to be the vessel through which it is born in this world. And we are here to invoke that kind of consciousness. We are here to invoke our own mother, Mary. You are here to invoke your mother, Mary, which means you are here to create and cultivate the same kind of consciousness that Mary had, that you could be chosen to be the, 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 the vessel through which the son of God is given birth, conceived as well. Mary conceived it in her mind through her relationship with God. And as she invoked it in her mind through her relationship with God, she became the vessel through which the son of God came forth in physical form. We are here to be carriers of God as well. Carriers of the son of God as well. We are here to invoke then and to conceive through our conscious relationship with God, through being open to God. We are here to also invoke the spirit of God in our mind to become fully aware of the Christ consciousness that you are. And then to be that expression in this world, to give birth through to it through our actions in this world. And the, and the first thing that she did, she opened her mind to it through her relationship with God. She was actually, when you read about the history of Mary, she was dedicated to the temple and she spent her time serving the temple. Now, this is a teenager. She's a virgin girl. She's a teenage mother. Who is, she has spent all her life up to the age of 13 or 14 when she becomes pregnant, serving, studying, relationshiping with and living in a consciousness of God so that the idea of, a, of an angel showing up is not a big deal to her. Do you hear God talking to you on a regular basis? Do, do you have to take the time out to sit still long enough to hear God talking to you in your consciousness that you can cultivate a consciousness so pure that the son of God is the son of God is perceived in your consciousness is conceived in your consciousness as well is already in you. The moment God the moment God conceived you in God's mind, the spirit of God was made alive in you. And then when you were knitted in your mother's womb, which Ephesians two and 10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. God, you are God's masterpiece and I am God's masterpiece. And we are here to be the expressions of God in the give birth to God's expression in this world, to hold it in our heart and to give birth to it in this world. The second thing that really touched me when Gabriel was talking to Mary is that the last thing she says is I am God, the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. May everything you've said about me come true. We're here on assignment. 
We are here to have an abundant, prosperous, purpose-driven life. That means each one of us has a, a specific assignment. I remember when I was telling you guys about how um, I have this gift of sight where I can, I get premonitions or visions or images of things that are going to happen, or I get a knowing about something that's going to happen ahead of time. And a lot of times it's stuff that is not the most pleasant to experience. And I remember when my nephew died, my eight month old nephew died in a car accident on Christmas day, 1996. And I was so angry at God. I was angry at God for several months. And it wasn't until in March of 1997 that I asked God, why would you give me this gift if I can't do anything about it? And God told me this was a messenger, a message from God for me. And since I had been cultivating a relationship with God throughout my life as well, I wasn't surprised either. I just was, con was confused and upset and disturbed with the, the idea of having this gift and not being able to do anything to change anything or do anything that I thought was purposeful to why would you give me this gift and I can't do anything but watch people die? Watch the circumstances happen. I can't do anything to stop it. And then I was told, you, you weren't given the gift to stop what is in divine order, my divine order, my divine timing, and my divine way. You're given this gift so that when it happens, you may be the, my, you are my presence in the midst of it. And that sh shook me. It shook me deeply. Because I didn't know how I could be God's presence in the midst of it, except to ask God to show me how. And throughout Mary's life, as she raised her son, you read in scripture how she kept getting these um, nuggets of wisdom, pearls of wisdom. There's a story when she sees Simeon, when they go to um, dedicate Jesus to the temple. And Simeon, it gives them a message about her, their son. And then Anna, there's another lady, Anna, who is a prophetess, gives them a message about their son. And then when, when, jo, when they go to, on the 13th birthday to do his bar mitzvah, they, he, he, gets, starts, he gets lost. And they find him in the temple talking to these uh, rabbis. And he's just sitting there holding a deep conversation. And his mother says, why have you put us through this? And he says, when, where else would I be but about my father's business? She puts all of those things, tucks all of those things in her heart, those nuggets of wisdom to help her to be fortified when it time, the time came for her to watch her son die on the cross. And so God gifts me with, with gifts of, of nuggets of wisdom as well as I sit with God. God gives me what to do, what to say, what to be, how to pray, how to stay in a state of peace in the midst of what's going on, how I could do that when my mom was transitioning, when my sister was transitioning, when my grandmother was transitioning, how I could sit in a state of peace and pray for someone and be God's peace in the midst of the situation. Sometimes I am meant to pray and God gives me the words to pray and it does help and shift the, tra the situation. Sometimes I'm just meant to sit in the space and be God's presence. I, um, a couple days ago, <coughs> I was driving home 
from the mall. And I saw this young lady. She was young, um, black lady, uh, maybe around 28, same age, probably as my daughter. Stand, she was pulled over by the police officers and they were searching her car. She was standing off on the grass while they were at the street searching her car. And as I drove by, I sent a prayer. And, I, and as I drove up in, into my driveway, which was only a couple blocks away, I was told, no, you're not meant to just pray. You're meant to be God's presence. So I went back to the circumstance, the situation, and my heart was feeling anxiety because of all these experiences that we've seen on the news of, you know, police brutality. So I was there not to stop the circumstances, the situation, but to be God's presence in the midst of it. And it turned out to be an okay thing. But when I got there, I told her, I'm going to stay here until this is done. And she said, okay. I realized that when she came over to say thank you after everything situated itself out, she came over to say thank you. I was there for her to hold that sacred space for her because she was very anxious and scared. What is it that you are being uh, assigned and called to do in your life? to be God's presence in your life, to hold and carry God to someone else through your expression, through whatever act of kindness or whatever way God is directing you to be a purpose-driven expression of God. Because as you follow God's purpose, as you say, may everything you have said about me come true, as you say that to God, as you say, I will say yes to my assignment, as you say that, your life becomes abundant, your life becomes passionate, and your life becomes purpose-driven. And every day, you wake up saying, what is mine to do today? And it opens up the mothering inside of you, the compassion inside of you, the empathy inside of you, that divine mother inside of you. You invoke your mother Mary through your relationship with God and through your relationship with God, you are sharing that relationship with others by loving and being compassionate and being forgiving and being encouraging and showing others how to show up as an expression of love as well. And as you show others how to show up as an expression of love, you are invoking the Mother Mary energy in you. I was grateful to do that because when my daughter is pulled over, it would have been wonderful to have had someone sit there and hold the space for her. To be that mothering energy to just hold the space, hold the mothering space of love, knowing that no matter what happened, it was going to be okay. I held the presence of God in that situation. Where are you being called to hold the presence of God, to hug it and love and, and then cultivate it so deeply in you that invokes that Mother Mary energy that you become the womb of God's divine idea that is your next thing to do and that you express it in this world as God calls you to do so. That you make room in your heart, your mind, your soul to love and cultivate the, 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 the son of God that you are and make way for God to show you the way to express it in this world. The ultimate mother energy of God is love. 
and it shows up in whatever way we are led to led to share it in the world. But it is sharing oneness. And the beautiful thing about it is mothers hold their babies in their womb. They share oneness with their babies. By when God is cultivating and knitting that baby in your womb, you are sharing oneness. And we're here to be that expression of oneness in a spiritual way to others in this world as well. I call us, I call upon us now, I challenge us now on this Mother's Day. As we remember our, phys- our biological mothers, our physical mothers, and whoever was in our life, even the fact that your biological mother, even if it is just the blessing that they gave birth to you, that you may live and move and have your bre- being on this earth, there's a reason why you are here. There's a reason why you're here and you were born to be here in 2021. There's an assignment that we all have to nurture and cultivate a loving and compassionate interaction with each other in this world, in this United States, to cultivate and change and encourage and ignite the mother energy, the divine mother energy in this world. It's no mistake that you are here right now for such a time like this. And it also says in Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that so he can do the good things he planned for us long ago. The moment you were conceived in God's mind in the expression of eternity and plucked out of the expression of spiritual vibration to be planted in your mother's womb and conceived and knitted in your mother's womb. You were there was a purpose connected to your life that you are here to live in. We are here to have an abundant, prosperous, purpose, passionate, purpose-filled life. And it can only be abundant and passionate and prosperous if we are living according to our purpose. Because when you live according to your purpose, you live in alignment with the way of God. And the Son of God in you, in the Spirit, becomes the Son of God in the flesh. And it draws you every single thing. That is your inheritance and abundance is part of that. As you live your purpose-driven life, tap into the love that is God in you. Invoke the Mother Mary in you. Invoke your Mother Mary spiritual energy by opening yourself up like Mary did to live in a deep abiding relationship with God. Praying and meditating every single day. Not just for the sake of doing it, but for the sake of doing it as a relationship with God. Go deeper every single time. Even if you've been doing it for years and years and years, there is still room to go deeper. There's still room to tap into that divine mother energy and become a more powerful expression of it in this world. The ultimate mother in the world is waiting to be expressed more deeply through me and you. And I say yes. I say yes. Every day I say yes to how God is using me and I take the assignment and I do it. And I challenge you all to do the same. I challenge us all to do the same. And I thank you, God, for this Mother's Day message, for igniting in us and invoking in us our Mother Mary energy. That we may conceive, that we may become aware of the conception of the son of God in our mind, the Christ in us, and then let it give birth and give birth to it through our expression of the son of man, which is the expression of the Christ in this world. 
through our loving actions, our loving compassion, whatever way you have us to share love and express love in this world. We are here to be carriers of God's expression, individualized expressions of God. I say yes to it. I say yes to it on this Mother's Day. And I give birth to it on a deeper level. And I thank you, God, for opening us up, conceiving it in our minds and letting and co-creating with us the birth of it in this world. Thank you, God. Amen. And so now as we let that sink in deeply and invoke that Mother Mary energy in you, open your mind to the awareness and and anticipation of God's messages that will come to you. Open your heart to be willing to accept it and open your mouth and say yes and bring it into your heart, the son of God in you, that you may express it and give birth to it in this world through the son of man experience of it as an individualized expression of love, however God shows. And I know I've been talking about love for a while, but as we Move into shifting this world. That's the only way we can do it is through the expression of love. That's the only way you can be a wonderful mother is to live in the expression of love and let God show you how to express it in this world. And when you do it, you invoke your mother, Mary. And so now let us, as we move into our giving righteously segment, Open your mind up to feel the love offering that God is guiding you to give that will stretch you past your comfort zone as you give to Unity of Farmington Hills. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button. You can give through credit card, debit card, or PayPal. And as you give, you still have the opportunity to also give to the benevolent fund, which we call the angel fund. And you can, you can click on the angel fund to give that donation. And you can click on the donation part to give your regular donation to Unity of Farmington Hills. If you're going to give by check, you may write your check to Unity of Farmington Hills and send it to 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. Remember, when you make your purchases, make them through smile.amazon.com and link that account up to Unity of Farmington Hills. That way, as you purchase, the Amazon will give proceeds. That's another way to generate donations. For those of you who want to apply for financial support from Unity of Farmington Hills through the Angel Fund, you may uh, email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you can email the prayer ministry at prayerchaplains at unityfh.com and we will contact you on how you can apply. We'll send you the application for the Angel Fund support. The, the application to request support from the angel fund. I'll say it that way. Thank you all for all of your ideas on how we can give not only as outreach 
as a ministry of outreach to those outside of our spiritual community, for, but also for the ideas you are coming up with to support each other within our spiritual community. We are truly a loving family, and I am so excited and blessed to be part of such a loving family. And I thank you all. That's the mothering energy in our family. I thank you all for that. I thank you all for that beautiful experience of loving each other and loving me in such a powerful way. So now we're going to have our second special song entitled Overcomer. It'll be led by Laurel. And then I will be back with our closing prayer segment.
I like that song too. And I love the the movie that that song went to, Your um, Overcomer. That was a powerful movie as well. Thank you, Laurel, for that beautiful performance. And thank you all for the beautiful performance. Uh, I love, Lauren, the, the video that you put with it, with the sign language and the, um, the uh, interpretive dance with it. I love that when you do that. Thank you for that. Thank you for the video. It was awesome. And thank you all for the performance. It was amazing as usual. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just blown away. <laughs> I'm just blown away right now. Let us go ahead and um, just gently close our eyes and take a deep breath. And as you exhale, let your Focus, float right down into your heart, tapping into the presence of God that activates our prayer, knowing that we are all in a virtual prayer circle, even though we're in separate locations, we're still one in spirit, and bring forth the names of those that you're praying with into our prayer circle, and God, as these names are being called forth through the power of our tongue through our throat, we know that we're activating in each one, each person, the spirit in the, the spirit in that prayer that needs to be ignited and awakened to align their consciousness with you so that whatever it is that we are affirming for their life, their consciousness is one with it. They're aligned with it in consciousness and in their soul and in their body and in their everything that they say and do, that you're completely aligning them so that they can not only receive the blessing of an answered prayer, but step more further into being a blessing themselves. Thank you for blessing each life that represents the names that were called out in this circle. Thank you for blessing everyone who stood as an intercessory by praying with the with others that they are concerned about. And thank you for answering the prayers, God. I also thank you for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills and everyone who contributed to this worship service today, to creating an awesome worship service today. And I thank you for blessing everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills and for blessing the world. We are grateful for every way you are expanding our spiritual community, expanding our youth ministry, expanding every part of our, our prayer ministry and every part of our spiritual community. And God, we lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, thanking you from the bottom of our hearts. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Well, for those of you who are joining me for the fellowships gathering today, I will see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy your Mother's Day Sunday. Enjoy, ask God to help you invoke your Mother Mary energy and be a beautiful expression of love, receiving and giving in the spirit of the Divine Mother, nurturing, loving in whatever way you feel led. Um, again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It has been a joy and a pleasure. Remember, those of you who have children, you join the 
Youth Sunday service at 1 p.m. today. Sharon Clace is gonna ha has an awesome service waiting ready for you all. Ah, so until we see each other again, I want to wish you all a beautiful week. Let us close by singing the the peace song with our music team. I'll talk to you later, and I'll see you later. Bye bye. For listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com/donate.